listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. One of the things that I'm learning as an entrepreneur, and I've talked to some of my clients about this, I've talked on this show for weeks about about the star ratings as a healthcare guy, and how there's so many, you know, different articles from McKinsey, and all of the all of the major healthcare websites, Oliver Wyman. And they're posting articles about how the star ratings have gone down for many health plans and health plans are scrambling, trying to figure out what their next steps are going to be. And I've repeatedly said, if, if that's you and I've been on that side, I've been on the other side of it. I've had great stars years. I've had bad stars years. It's very important to, to stick behind your staff. And it's very important to acknowledge all of the hard work that's been placed by your staff, even when you don't hit the numbers. And I know when you're an executive and you're in the big chair, you're there to hit the numbers. I remember one of my bosses told me, she said that if you're, if you're, if your plan, plan is a, a term often used for in the financial lexicon. And every fall about this time of year, you meet with the CFOs and, and the accountants and the actuaries and the number crunchers. And you talk about what the expectations are for the next year financially. And if your expectations are a billion dollars, you can't bring in $999 million, even though that's a, a bleep ton of money. You didn't hit your target. You signed up for a billion dollars. If you're if you're five hundred thousand short, you did not hit your target. Does that mean that you're going to get fired? Does that mean that you're going to be excoriated? Does that mean that you didn't work hard? Does that mean that you start throwing people under the bus and, and being disloyal? No. But but what it does mean is that you came up short of your of your target. And you can't pat yourself on the back or make excuses. Either you hit the number or you didn't. And that's kind of the old school way towards budget and planning and, and FP&A analysis and all of that stuff. And I believe in that. In business, you have to do what you say you're going to do. And I'm not a believer of excuses. I'm not a believer of, hey, I, I, I ran into some problems or there's COVID or this or that. For the most part, you got to hit those numbers. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's why people that are in executive chairs, that's why they make more money. That's why they get season tickets. That's why they get to to fly business class or first class. That's why they get the country club memberships. That's why they get all of those perks. If you don't want those perks and you don't want all of the stress and the pressure, no one's putting a gun to your head. You don't, you don't have to be an executive. You can be an individual contributor, make a very good living, not be in charge of a, of a P and L 
and not have to deal with with some of those pressures. And some people, myself included, they got in that executive chair. I didn't really mind the pressure. I didn't like having to go to galas and putting on a tux on a Friday night after working 75 hours that week. I wanted to go home, get my pool, and go to bed. But philosophically, it's important. I see a lot of people on both the vendor side and the payer side I see, and especially some of the smaller businesses that are out there, be careful with the way you present yourself and being too transactional. One thing about healthcare, healthcare is a longitudinal business. Healthcare is a business where there are not that many of us in this space. People move around from payer to payer or vendor to vendor or provider to provider. It's kind of like a fraternity. It's a very small, select few. And what I see at times, I see individuals that are either new to the space or they're under the gun financially. There's a lot of private equity in healthcare. People that come from other industries that don't necessarily understand how healthcare works, brilliant people, but don't understand the culture. And I talk about corporate culture, how important corporate culture is. Rather, you're an entrepreneur like me and have a real small business with, with four or five employees. Or you're you're one of the the big boys. You see the the CVS Aetna's, the 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 United Optum changes. Everyone has their own corporate culture and how they run their organization. What's acceptable, what's not. Some have a very button up culture where everyone wears a gray suit and white shirt every day. Others are are flip flops and khakis. But you don't want to be too transactional. I see a lot of that. And especially if you're a small guy, you're trying to establish yourself. Healthcare is a business on relationships. It's not an immediate ROI business. It takes several years of building relationships to, to get to the right people that, that believe in you, that trust you, to understand your mission, that understand. A lot of times in healthcare, it takes a year for somebody to vet you out just to know that you're one of them, that they can trust you. I remember I was at an organization many years ago, and I worked hard for, the, for this organization. I did a really good job for them. And they had some, some record revenues and profits in, on the team that, that I was a part of, and I'm very proud of that, still very proud of that. And a colleague pulled me aside, and it was I'd been there for a while, and they said, hey, you know, I wasn't sure about you because you're not from this part of the country but I really feel like you're one of us now. And I appreciated the transparency. This was a colleague. It was a lateral colleague. It wasn't a, a boss, but it was, it was someone that had worked beside me and they wanted to, to show appreciation. And I appreciate it. But, but part of me was like, man, I've been working, I've been working 80 hours a week the last year and a half <laughs> to, to bust my arse, to hit some of these targets. And, and now you're telling me that I'm one of you. Like it's just, that was always interesting to me. I see so many people that, that come into this space and they want to make a sale immediately. They have a 90-day plan to, to make sales. And they think they're going to get in this space, they're going to dominate this space within six months to a year. And that's, that's not how healthcare works. Healthcare works on a very tight budget. It's very cyclical. If, if you don't know CMS's guidelines, or I, I tell everyone, and I get frustrated with people, if you want to understand how CMS works, you need to read the technical specifications for, for Medicare STARS 
and you need to read the HCC model for, for risk adjustment. I'm constantly reading those and trying to, to understand any updates made. And that'll show you where when submissions happen and, and the timing and all those things. These 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 budgetary lines and, and from the actuarial side and bids, this stuff has been put together years in advance. So if you're a vendor, you're trying to crack into the, the Medicare, Medicaid space, you're not going to crack into it overnight. But I see people get frustrated because they don't make a sale immediately. And they start putting pressure and, and they don't think they're getting what they want. And what happens is they become really transactional. And when you're trying to build a relationship with a healthcare entity, whether it's a, a payer or an ACO or a DCE, you don't want to be, this is not, this is not Courtyard or, or Hampton Inn where it's like, hey, I'm going to come in. I'm going to spend three nights. The rate is 170, 179 a night. And it's a discount if, if I'm military. And I just, I implore people that, that are listening. And, and if you're an entrepreneur, you're building your own business. You want to be careful of being too transactional. And it's just like, hey, it's just another sale. It's, it's another notch in the belt. It's another revenue opportunity. You have to build longitudinal relationships with people in healthcare. I can't speak for other industries. And I don't, I don't, if you notice, I don't talk about other industries because I'm not an expert on manufacturing. I'm not an expert on hospitality, military. I don't know anything about those things. But in healthcare, you have to build long-term relationships. You have to do pilots. You have to show people that you can deliver. You have to understand people, just like I talk about in management, you have to understand the individuals that report to you and what makes them tick and their family, their likes, their dislikes. You got to understand what's going on with the company you want to do business with. Because in healthcare, it's the long-term play. It's not the short-term. You don't want to have a, a short-term pilot or, or a one-year deal. The people that I know that are really successful, they have great companies in healthcare. They have long-term relationships. They have, they have relationships with United. They have relationships with Aetna CVS. Well, they didn't build those relationships overnight. Paragon, Paragon. 's J for MedHealth Clinical and Dr. Fabian Garcia. MedHealth Clinical focuses on internal medicine, primary care and value-based services in the Winter Garden area of Orlando, Florida. Dr. Garcia is renowned for his treatment of chronic conditions such as obesity, hyperlipidemia and diabetes. He personally coached me in intermittent fasting, which along with other dietary changes, helped me to lose 70 pounds. Dr. Garcia truly has a passion for helping people change their lives and take control of their health. Call 321-989-6887 or go to medhealthclinic.com to book an online appointment. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. 
again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with the Fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. Mr. McDowell. What is it? Sir, I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, I'm just going to tell you this one time. Yes, sir. You want to keep working here. Stay off the drugs. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's no secret that the current real estate market is highly dynamic, and you may find yourself questioning if it's a good time to sell your house or if you should consider buying. You need an experienced realtor to help guide you through the noise and lead you to all of the right answers. Dara Williams with Berkshire Hathaway has been in real estate for over a decade and has lived in the metro Atlanta area for over 20 years. She is a seasoned professional that can help you. Give her a call at 404-266-8100. Mention code LanceGA, that's Lance, L-A-N-C-E-G-A for Georgia, and get a complimentary appraisal. Exclusions do apply.